Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello there, all our lovely listeners of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. This is Caitlin from Ragamuffin Pet Photography, one half of the duo. Kirsty is in Kyrgyzstan. Oh gosh, I'm sure I didn't pronounce that right. Um, traveling at the moment, I am just popping in for this bonus interview in between our interview episodes. This week for the members only deep dive, Kirsty and I discussed a whole bunch of different things. We're talking about how personal projects can boost your business. And I was also discussing the whole self-publishing strategy for photographers. If you didn't know yet, I'm um, coming towards the end of creating an online course to help photographers do that. But what we wanted to share to you today was how Kirsty used that and how it really kickstarted her business in Adelaide, doubled her revenue, all of that. So we're going to um, share a little excerpt from the members only episode for you guys. If you're not a member yet, so you're not listening to the full deep dive episodes, you can join the club. It's only $10 a month. It goes towards sort of supporting all the costs of running a podcast. This is really a passion project for Kirsty and I, but we would be so grateful if you could help us support it. You can join at thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash join. We have a Facebook group where we like to keep each other accountable and, you know, check in with all the members, all that sort of goodness. Anyway, yeah, we love the club. So hope you do too. And hope you're enjoying these podcast interviews. They've been so awesome. Onto the excerpt. What was I say? Oh, yeah. So you're in the midst of planning a new book. That's exciting, too. Maybe. Well, I actually Maybe. have three separate book ideas. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so I'm like. I'm like right in the middle um, at the moment of putting together my big online course teaching other photographers how to self-publish their own coffee table book. It's something that people have been sort of asking me about ever since Tales of Melbourne came out. And then when you girls published all of your books, there was like a lot more interest and it was such a successful marketing slash business strategy for me. Like literally guys doubled my revenue for the year, really got the ball rolling for Ragmuffin. I'm not like bullshitting when I say this strategy is awesome. Anyway, um, so that's what I'm in the middle of doing at the moment. I've been working on it for about two months now and I'm loving putting all the content together. Um, I finally did set myself a launch date because I just thought if I don't do that, I'm going to A, keep being a perfectionist um, and not actually get it out there. I'll be like fiddling with graphics and that's the thing that's not even that important rather than just, you know, getting the content and structuring it all and blah, blah, anyway. And then also, you know, when there's a project that, you're passionate about, but there's the day-to-day business stuff that always gets in the way. I find if I don't set myself a date, then it won't actually get done. Yeah. No, I work like that as well. Like I said to Shane the other night, like if we were talking about like our personalities and what dri- like different people's motivators and stuff, and I was saying like I have to have a deadline and it has to be like a deadline that I can't extend yet. So tell, tell us all about it. The course is called From Concept to Coffee Table and it's a really in-depth, step-by-step, 
12-month strategy about how to self-publish your own coffee table book. It's based off everything that I've learned over the years from various coffee table books I've published. After I did Tales of Melbourne, which was my first one, I formed a collective with um, a few other of the top pet photographers around Australia. Kirsty was one of them. So Kirsty did Tales of Adelaide and then Tales of Gippsland and then Charlotte Reeves, um, Ruth O'Leary from Ruthless Photos, uh, Claire from Photography all did their own Tales books sort of taking that same strategy and it worked for everyone. So basically um, sort of fine-tuned it and learnt lots and I've been interviewing other experts about self-publishing and blah, blah, blah. It's like the most epic. I'm so impressed that you did that. Yeah. I'm so impressed because I got this message from Caitlin saying like, oh, I've just been chatting to and name drops these big names. And I'm like, what the hell? How did you make that happen? And why? And you're like, oh, just for the for the course, like no big deal. Like, oh, you're a girl that just makes shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, I'm getting experts from all, all different areas. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really genuinely so freaking excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think that, you know, it's going to depend a little bit on the, their stage of business, which I thought I'd chat to you about because I don't want to promise because it doubled my, my revenue the first year I did it. Um, oh, me too, actually. Because I don't want to be like the sort of person that goes, oh, you're going to make 50 yeah. grand um, if, because obviously if someone has a small business, potentially not. But I do think that you can pretty confidently say you're going to double whatever your existing revenue is. Unless you're already like fully booked. If you're already fully booked, I still think you would double your revenue. Um, you would just go insane workload wise. If you continued your same calendar and then you added the book on, you would double your revenue. Um, yes. But, yeah, I'm excited. If you would like, I can give my – if you guys don't mind us making this a bit of a plug for Katie. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I, we are really excited about it. I didn't mean to turn it into a plug. It's just all I've been doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I think we should definitely tell you guys about this. I want to give you my first-hand experience because obviously I'm not profiting from this. So this is my honest – I mean, I profited from the book but not from you doing your course. So this is my honest opinion. Um, So basically before I did the book, I, you know, I was already confidently doing sort of – somewhere between one and $2,000 sales, like pretty up and down though. Like, you know, some weeks, some shoots would be a thousand, others would be 2000. Um, couldn't really predict it. Wasn't very even that sort of thing. Um, but I wasn't booking very many sessions. So I might've only been doing, I don't know. I can't remember now. It was a long time ago, but maybe three a month or something. And it was between two locations that I was working. So I was working in Adelaide and then also in my hometown, which is 10 hours away. Um, Anyway, so I went from that to doing Tales of Adelaide where I shot 50, I think that's 58 shoots in a two or three month period. Well, the first time I did it, I made few mistakes. I learned from those mistakes and when I did Tales of Gippsland, did much better, um, but you're teaching in your course how to not do these mistakes. So basically I made, I think, I only did sales sessions. I did online galleries, that's right, and I do not recommend that unless you've got a very good system, um, like using Andrew's online sales maybe. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll put a link in the show notes. Yes, so that's what 
um, that's that's what I'm recommending as well. You know, when we have the, we have that whole booking form, which I go really into and like give them a template for that. Um, but depending on what people answer within the booking form is how I would decide whether or not to do in-person sales or just do an online sale, that sort of thing. And then if you were doing online sales, then I would be utilizing something like Andrew's um, online sale strategy. Yeah. So, okay. So I wasn't doing any of that. Um, the good thing was I suddenly had 58 or 59 people talking about me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was good. It was a great influx for working for, I think I worked on it for three or four months. Um, and I made about 30 grand or something. Um, then I did it again when I did Tales of Gippsland after I, so that's back in my home region of only 60,000 people in that region. And I sort of looked at where I went wrong with Tales of Adelaide. We had a lot of discussions about it and I implemented some changes and I made something like 60 something thousand dollars from doing the same amount of work. So that obviously had a very significant impact on my revenue for that year. And then moving forward, what's happened. So I was able to walk into a vet in Adelaide and be like, oh, this is a book I created. And then instant credibility. Um, I've had bookings that have come through where people have been like, oh yeah, I was considering somebody else, but I saw you did a book. So I figured like, you must be good. So all these sorts of things that have come from it. And then like after doing Tales of Gippsland, I did a dog of the year competition, which you guys would have seen. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without doing um, Tales of Gippsland because most of my clients come from that for that period in that region. And I made like another $30,000 or something doing that promotion. So all in all, I made nearly $100,000 basically based off Tales of Gippsland. And that's money I never would have revenued, sorry, not profited. Um, but that's money I never would have seen had I not done the books. So I highly recommend it personally. Um, so obviously you have a lot more of a workload when you're doing the book. So there are certain clients that you're not going to do in-person sales with because that's just a huge waste of your time. Yes. Because um, you do have, like you do have the people that just want to sign up to the book to be in the book and that's fine and they're allowed to do that. Um, but I wouldn't then be going into the whole in-person sales thing with those clients. But there's ways that you can work out who they are and who are your clients that you want to spend extra time with and all that sort of stuff. So yes, that's what I am doing. Very, very excited. Yeah. So for those listening who are interested, can they sign up um, yet? Yeah, absolutely. I have a sign up email link thingamajiggy um, on the front page of talesofsuccess.biz. That's tales felt like the doggy tales, of course. Um, but basically, if you pop your email address in there, then I will let you know as soon as the course is ready. I'm looking into doing payment plans as well. So trying to make this as accessible for everyone as I possibly can. And yeah, it's going to be... Um, the course itself should take you about 12 months like to actually publish your book but it all comes out in um, modules and there'll be a Facebook group and there's an option to upgrade for sort of one-on-one -on -one mentoring throughout the year so I, like you'll have me personally looking through your book and your concept and all that sort of stuff um, anyway I will do more of like a proper salesy thing not just me getting excited about um, it almost being finished but yeah I'll put the link um, it's talesofsuccess.biz Anywho, 
Okay then, so that's all from the members only deep dive. If you do want to listen to the whole one, of course, become a member. Um, I hope that got everyone excited about the concept or the potential of publishing your own coffee table book. It's a it's a strategy that I believe in really strongly. It's a way you can raise funds for a charity close to your heart. It's a way to bring in more clients into your business because it's a way to increase your revenue and it's a way to establish yourself as an expert in your own industry, add credibility, add authority to your business. It's awesome. Anyway, as I said in the um, episode, I will put a link. It's talesofsuccess.biz. There's also a free guide on there for five self-publishing mistakes that photographers usually make and how you can avoid those. So if you're in the midst of doing your own book at the moment or you're thinking about it, definitely download that. Anywho, um, don't mean for this to be a pluggy episode. This is just my whole life at the moment. So we thought we would share a little bit about it. And as you guys have probably guessed by now, me and Kirstie are genuinely passionate about helping other pet photographers grow their business. So hopefully it gets you guys excited and you can start coming up with some potential concepts and, you know, let me know if you have any ideas that you're thinking about publishing a book about because it is brilliant. Anyway, that's all for this week's little mini bonus episode. Next week, we have the incredibly talented Alison Shamrell coming on the podcast. We interviewed her primarily about how she spoils her clients and how that generates a whole bunch of word of mouth and good experiences for her clients so yeah she really shares her secrets there that was awesome if you haven't listened to Erin Bonilla's episode from last week yet she let us know how she utilizes having a stall at you know expos fairs those sorts of events to generate a whole bunch of leads and that's basically her number one marketing strategy and she is killing it and she was really really generous with how much she shared about that strategy as well so catch that one catch next week's one and then um yeah hope you find it all interesting guys and helpful and i hope you're growing your pet photography businesses bye for now 